Welcome to Verity Ed. These are my two steps to starting your homeschool year. It is late summer where I'm sitting in oceans of homeschoolers, both veterans and first time from all over the world are looking forward or not looking forward to the new academic year. But as it is, even if you do homeschooling all year round, I find that there is something about the end of the summer and beginning of the fall that just feels like new beginnings. So I wanted to just sit down and offer some encouragement to everyone and share my own excitement. Here we are at point A and our goal is to get to point B, whatever that is for everyone listening or watching, um, and who knows what's gonna happen in between, so here we go. But first, just a note to check out my series revealing what curriculum I am going to be using this year. This video and this podcast are going to focus mostly on just sort of emotional, mental, like let's get going, pep talk, preparing, but I have gone through all of my curriculum plans for each of my kids going into this year, so make sure you check out those videos linked below. Hit subscribe and the notification bell, and here's how you start a great homeschooling year. Mother Teresa of Calcutta once famously said, yesterday is gone, tomorrow has not yet come, we have only today, so let us begin. Step number one, let us begin. Set a start time. Inertia can be a bear, and it can be a bear for many different reasons. And often starting is the hardest part of any new endeavor. So whether you've been homeschooling for years and years, or this is your first foray into it, you can do all the preparation you want. You can have all of the lesson plans. You can scrub the schoolroom. You can redo it, or you can do absolutely none of those things. Moms of and dads of all different approaches to planning and preparing have one thing in common, we all just need to begin. Now for our family, that looks like following pretty much an academic calendar. My husband is a university professor, and so this works well with our family schedule. Some people have more of a trimester approach where you might homeschool for four months, take a month off, homeschool for three months, take another month off, etc. But regardless, having starting times is very important, just mentally and for the sake of beginning the project and beginning it well. If you are starting homeschooling for the first time this year, you do not have to pull your children out of compulsory education and bring them home to a perfect schedule with a lovely manicured schoolroom and a mom who is suddenly the expert in everything. The important thing is simply to begin. You have chosen to educate your children in the home. You have taken on your role as the primary educator of your children. That does not mean you have taken on some veneer of perfection or you've taken on some ideal that is just a pipe dream. You are just being who, by virtue of your motherhood and fatherhood, you already are. So again, the important thing is not to have everything perfectly in place so much as simply to begin. It also doesn't mean that your children have to come into the new school year just raring to go and so excited to start that next level of math and they're going to sit down from 8 to 9 and do all their grammar worksheets perfectly the first time. No, that's probably not going to happen because it takes time with human beings. Our actions are habitual. So if we're coming off of a long summer or we're coming out of a traditional schooling environment 
or we're just beginning a new book even in our literature class. Beginning a new thing means forming new habits, pursuing new virtues. But again, just beginning and beginning it together as a family and as an educational team is something. And in fact, some would say it is everything. And as the first few weeks go by this year, remember, you will have time to observe how your plan is working or not. You'll have time to make adjustments, to rewind, because the joy of homeschooling is you are not set in stone. You are not being funneled down this educational shoot rapidly and you have to hit all of the, it's not a Mario, Super Mario, Nintendo game, right? Like you're, you're moving along the ground and all these things are coming at you and you have to get them. It is not like that. And so when you begin homeschooling, you're not like going over the top of the roller coaster. Do you love all my metaphors here? Because I'm really into this right now. Homeschooling, starting homeschooling is more like stepping out your front door and going for a walk and going somewhere wonderful and yeah you're going to have to like grab the toddler's hand at one point and pull him out of the road and yeah there might be mosquitoes and it might get too hot or you might not have brought enough water but it's more akin to a walk than it is to a crazy amusement park ride so again just be the same principle applies to our days as it does to our school years. For the years, we have start and stop times determined mostly by my husband's academic calendar and by the Catholic Church's liturgical calendar, because we are Catholic. Our days, too, have starting and stopping times. Many of you have heard probably of the heroic minute. This is a sort of um, Catholic byword. It's attributed to St. Jose Maria Escriva. That moment that the alarm clock goes off in the mornings, that's the heroic minute when you choose not to hit the snooze button, but you actually get up, you arise, and you begin your day. That in itself is an exercise in heroic virtue. And I love that because, yeah, it is an exercise in heroic virtue to listen to your alarm clock. But again, throughout the day, we have these opportunities for grace and we have these opportunities to simply begin, to begin the math lesson, to begin a new task, to begin snack time, to begin story time. And all of these moments of beginning throughout the day that we are establishing as we begin our homeschool year are going to be moments when we exercise virtue we might have to overcome our inertia, but we know that it's going to be worth that effort. And for every family, these beginning times during the year or beginning times during the day might look different. And the way that we do our homeschooling might be different, but the way and the order and the times are all adjustable and adaptable because you're homeschooling and they will adjust over time. But again, what we all have in common, we just have to begin. Reminds me of a Matt Marr song. It's like, this is the first day of the rest of your life. This is the, it's like a, a guidance counselor poster when I was in public high school too. So it sounds a little corny, but it's true. Step number two to a great homeschool year is plan your first vacation. And this might sound surprising coming from someone who's like, and I'm doing this for Latin and this for history and that for literature and this for math and she's going to do this for the CLT and oh my God. But no, it is so important to start your year with the first stop 
in mind because we have to be as intentional about resting and stopping as we are about beginning. And for some of us moms, stopping is also an act of heroic virtue. <laughs> but not only the parents, but also the children, the entire family needs leisure. And by leisure, I don't just mean, you know, a, a cramming in a three-day weekend in Disney and being like, we're rested, back to work. So I'll go into that in just a minute. But this can take some coaching and um, everyone living in 21st century Europe and America needs a little help with the concept of stopping being as important as starting. Homeschooling parents can often feel a lot of pressure to work their kids really, really, really hard for several reasons. One, maybe they took a year where they just didn't do much schooling and they feel the need to catch up. Or two, they feel a lot of pressures from outside society or even worse, close family and friends that homeschoolers have to somehow prove that they're better than everyone else. Like my kid's going to speak three languages by the time he's seven and oh yeah, we did geometry in sixth grade and yeah, calculus in ninth grade and he got his associate's degree by the time he was 17. So there's a lot of pressure to kind of be the good homeschooling family. So we work our kids really hard sometimes. But you don't have to prove anything. You are not in this project to prove that homeschooling is okay. You're not in it to give homeschooling a good name. You are in it to give your children a wonderful childhood. Home education should mean more fun time, more quiet, structured play. It should mean more vacation and leisure, if you will. And if that has not been your experience of homeschooling up until now, before you begin the year, plan your first stop. And just like with starting, we not only have stop times throughout the year, but we also have stop times throughout the day. Homeschooling gives you an enormous, unparalleled freedom with your child's schedule. A child does not need a full-time 40-hour per week job with scheduled coffee breaks every three hours that are only 15 minutes long. This is not natural to childhood. But throughout the day, to not only have times where they can stop the formal schoolwork and go have some spontaneous free play that may or may not end in 15 minutes, depending on what happens with my toddler, um, it's also important that you have a certain freedom in yourself as the director of your homeschooler to follow the rabbit trail. If you're doing a science lesson and you're talking about wasps and your child said, oh my goodness, I wonder what kind of wasp lives in Brazil, that you can follow that rabbit trail. You can stop with the schedule and let them explore that a little bit before calling them back. It's not always possible, but having in mind that you as the parent have the ability and the authority to say, stop, let's check that out. That's really important for a great homeschooling year. And for the year, schedule those times of leisure. So if you're gonna take a fall break, take a Thanksgiving break, take a Christmas break, make sure that every six to eight weeks, you are having time for leisure. And here's what I mean by that. Not every family vacation has to be filled with a frantic trip to Disney World or on a cruise or anything, or going to Boston to see all the educational sites and walking your feet off in six hours and then driving back home. That's not necessarily leisure. They can be good and they can build you up, 
but they shouldn't fill every single hour of off time. Stopping can simply be a staycation at home where you're not going to do formal homeschooling, but maybe that week you're going to do more out of the house activities like go to a local farm or go to daily mass since a lot of us would love to get to daily mass, but homeschooling weeks it doesn't seem to happen, etc. So leisure is more just taking the time to breathe and to absorb truth and goodness and beauty and to rest from the day-to-day grind without adding on a different kind of grind. You can play cards together, play games, just let the kids play dolls for a week. Maybe you're painting a room and you're just not forcing the schedule for a certain period of time and then you pick back up with the homeschooling the following week. Very simple, but schedule these times of stopping and starting to set yourself up for a great homeschooling year. And that is how you build an incredible educational culture. You start and you stop and you begin again. And that is the basis of a life that is not governed by tests and outside pressures, but that is free for your children to discover who they are and where they are going in their lives, to pursue happiness as the end of education, not just material upward mobility. So this is me talking to myself and hoping that I will begin the year well, that we will know and have the wisdom and the prudence of when to say stop both in the middle of the day and when to say stop for our longer breaks as a family. I wish you the very best. If you ever want to talk, just check me out. Check out the website, verityed.com. My first conversation with you is always free consults for 20 minutes, so please just sign up. I'd love to hear from you how what you're looking forward to this year, maybe where you're not sure, and we can just get to know each other. And I'll see you next time on Verity Ed. Mm-hmm.